Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Good morning. Early on in the ministry, I remember hearing preachers say things like this. Well, not things like this, this. And I heard more than one say it to Christians. If you go to church on Sunday morning, you'll love the church. If you come back to church on Sunday night, you'll love the pastor. And then if you come back to church on Wednesday night, you love Jesus. Man, can you believe, can you believe guys would say something like that? The kind of church I grew up in, and in fact, I don't remember hearing that in my church growing up, though. We had Sunday school and then church service. And then that night, we had training union and then church service. And then Wednesday night, we had Royal Ambassadors or GAs. I don't even remember what the G stands for. Maybe Girls in Action, but there was something going on every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Wednesday night. And as I began to grow older and I began to hear things like, if you go to church on Sunday morning, you love the church. If you go to church on Sunday night, you love the pastor. If you go to church on Wednesday night, you love Jesus. Pastors and other preachers and teachers would base that saying from Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 23 says, Let us hold on to the confession of our faith without wavering, since he who promised is faithful. And let us watch out for one another to provoke love and good works, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day approaching. The, um, the King James says, forsaking not the gathering together with other believers. And so here in this Christian Standard Bible, it says don't neglect gathering together. And the word neglect just simply, simply means to, to fail to take care of. If uh, you're a child and your mom and dad give you a puppy for your birthday and you neglect the puppy, you fail to take care of. So what the writer of Hebrews is saying here is there is something very important about gathering together, and so he warns them as the day of Christ approaches, some people are already of the habit of not gathering together. Don't you neglect it. He wasn't saying, if you miss Wednesday night, you're going to go to hell. If he, I never heard that, literally. He wasn't saying what... I heard other pastors say he was saying, no, what he's saying was don't neglect. Do not fail to care for the gathering together. As I've been sharing the last two or three or eight weeks now, there are eight at least symptoms of a person or a people that need to be revived. One of the symptoms of someone that needs to be revived is when that person or those people become apathetic in gathering. And I know I'm going cross-culture here today when I, when I share this, but we cannot and don't want to divert ourselves 
from the very truth of Scripture. Um, gathering together on Sunday mornings nowadays in our culture, a lot, I'm talking about a lot of people that call themselves Christians will gather together to worship the Lord on Sunday mornings if nothing else is going on. In other words, it's just another part of their life. Another way to put it is uh, attending or gathering together with believers on Sundays primarily uh, is not a priority to them. And somebody's listening here right now, and you remember when it was your priority. It's not your priority now. And um, I want to encourage you to make it your priority. So here are some basic quick reasons why we should not neglect gathering together. Number one, we should gather because God says so. We just read it in <laughs> Hebrews chapter 10. God said, gather, don't neglect gathering. So if nothing else, we gather together in obedience. Uh, number two, we gather together to be equipped to serve. God, Jesus gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to equip us to do works of service or the work of the ministry. I know they can do that privately, but one of the primary vehicles for equipping the saints is gathering together. So we should gather together to be equipped by either apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, or teachers to do works of service. Number three, worshiping Jesus together is more powerful. I mean, Jesus himself said in Matthew 18, 20, or two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. Now, we, I know the presence of God is everywhere, Psalm 139, but there seems to be a powerful, um, recognizable, conscious awareness of the presence of Jesus when we gather together. Number four, I should gather together to make a contribution. Paul is writing in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14, and he says, when you gather together, when you gather together, let everything be done unto edifying. And he also says, when you gather together, some somebody has a psalm, somebody has a tongue, somebody has interpretation, whatever you, basically what he says, whatever you contribute, make sure it is for the edifying of the body. And so when, when I choose not to gather with God's people, um, the people of God are missing something that I had to contribute to their lives. Listen to me. So when I am not gathering together, the people of God, my brothers and sisters in the Lord, are missing my contribution. And number five, we need community. We need community. We need connection with people. Never underestimate the value of personal touch, personal connection. We need that. And especially, I'm hearing from people that have either had COVID or were had family members and were quarantined. What what many believers are telling me is that that the quarantine messes you up in the head because you can't be around people. What I want to say is Satan messes with you in your head and in my head when I'm not around other believers. So we need personal connection. If not, then there would not be over 30-something one another scriptures. And finally, and finally, when you gather together, you can hear from your shepherd and connect with your church family. I know you can um, 
watch anybody you want to nowadays on YouTube, Facebook, or television. You can have some of the greatest preachers and teachers in the world today. You can, you can just stay in your house and you can listen and you can watch and you can be blessed. But there's something about being connected with the shepherd that has responsibility for watching for your soul to hear his heart from God and to gather with your local family. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. Let's not isolate, even in these crazy days. Now, if you have been socially distancing, listen to me carefully. I'm not judging you. I'm not condemning you. But what I am saying is, if you've been socially dis- if you've been socially distancing and not gathering together, then you're feeling the pain of it. You're feeling the pain of it, and you need to be revived. I don't, I'm not saying like, you need to be revived. I'm saying you need to be refreshed because you're missing out on making a contribution. You're missing out on worshiping together. You're missing out on being equipped in person. You're missing out on the personal connection with your church family. Hey. Gather.